the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. This Sunday is the fourth Sunday of the, of the Great Lent. And the, the Gospel of this Sunday, which we will hear tomorrow about the Samaritan woman. And usually the readings of uh, the week to be around the gospel of the Sunday. So that's why the gospel of the whisper about not to worry, but as the Lord seek, they seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you. And we see in this Samaritan woman how the care and her life changed to be alive seeking the kingdom of God and how she turned from a sinful woman to a missionary and to go to the people of uh, Samaria, the village, her village, and to tell them, come see a man who told me all things that I have did. Could this be Christ? The Gospel of the Samaritan is read twice a year, twice in the year. We read it in the fourth Sunday of the Great Lent and also in the third Sunday of the Holy Fifty. Because in the Great Lent, within the theme of repentance and change of life, like last Sunday was about the prodigal son and his change, and in the Holy Fifty, it coming within, speaking about the source of joy, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. That is, he spoke about the living water. The second Sunday in the Holy Fifty, about I am the bread of the world. But today, I want to reflect on the Samaritan woman as a missionary, as a witness to Christ. And because the Lord asked us to be his witnesses, he said, and you shall be uh, witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And I want to, out of her story, which of course you are aware about the story and we will hear it tomorrow, to draw some points which help us to be a missionary and to be witnesses to the Lord. The first thing that is he, she changed but this change happened before her meeting with the Lord. Of course at the beginning she didn't know about him but even the meeting was not an easy meeting at the beginning. He asked her for a drink she refused and then started the discussion, which you are familiar with. But the point here, cannot be a missionary without meeting the Lord, without having a relationship, personal relationship with Christ. That's why when St. John wrote his letter, he spoke, we are telling you about what we have seen, what we have touched hands. So it's not speaking about uh, out of knowledge from books. 
And this is the significance of the the twelve apostles, because they were eyewitnesses. They met the Lord. And when you read in the book of Acts, chapter 1, when you want to find a replacement for Judas Iscariot, the criterion which the apostle said to the one is the one who was with us and he also yani, was the Lord in his coming in and out, so he's aware about the mission of Christ. And when St. Paul was challenged about his apostleship, whether he's a real apostle or not, he defended himself about it, and one of the defense that is he mentioned, that is, I met the Lord, the Lord appeared to me. Of course, you are not seeking to, to see the Lord in our eyes or to meet with him, because now we know him by faith. But at least oh, it is important that is our life. Our life have this relationship, this strong relationship. So when you speak about the Lord, you speak out of experience. In the story of the man born blind, which we will have it, and the sixth Sunday of the Great Lent. After the Lord healed him, he had a debate with the Pharisees. And it was imbalanced because there are the people who are scholars who know the law, but he was an ignorant man. Just bigger stand just to ask for money. But he could refute them in the argument about Christ without, even without knowing him, whether he is from God or not. But the basis of his success in this debate, that is his personal experience. He said, I don't know. The only thing I know is that I was blind, now I see. So I'm talking to you about personal experience. Change my life. And his argument that is how a man to open the eyes of a man born blind and not to be from God. He's never heard about it. So he used a very simple argument, but it was based on his personal experience. So that's why in the meeting with the Lord, the Samaritan woman, she asked about Christ. And he revealed himself to her, say, I who speak to you am he. So he revealed himself to her as he did for the man born blind when he met him later on. The second point, that is, she left her sinful life. And as he, she left the water put, and went her way into the city and said to men, come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be Christ? So without the changing for life, so the, the personal experience has to be reflected in behavior. She's not just made the Lord, but her life changed. And we take living the water put is a symbol of, of that. St. Paul, when the Lord met him in his way to Damascus, he changed 
from a persecutor to be persecuted and so on yani you can take uh, many example of of this so we cannot be a witness to the lord without a change in our life why our life to be a reflection of our faith otherwise whatever you are good in in argue active in activities smart to in, to to find a way to attract people good in communication whatever skills you have but still if the, your life is not a reflection of what you are talking about then your witness is weak witness it will not affect the people because the people they need to show actions more than just to see uh, words number 3 that is we have to know our faith not only to have a zeal to go and be speak to the people so the lord not only revealed himself to her but also correct some of the wrong teaching that is see she was taught because as a samaritan they have uh they deviated from the right faith number 1 they established for themselves their own temple in the mount of of jerusalem in samaria and that's why she asked about what is the place of worship and the lord told her that is you worship what you do not know and we know what we worship for salvation of the jews so he showed them that is so here that is you will wrong and and he told her that is now a new time is coming god is a spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth so to link the worship for a certain place this coming to an end and that's why in christianity we we can worship anywhere in any place we can have the liturgy in any place and there is no place which is called the holy place by being a place but every place to be holy by prayer and by coming to the lord when we celebrate the liturgy the eucharistic liturgy is becoming a holy place which was not the case it was not the case in, in judaism uh, god that's order the temple only to be in jerusalem and so the point here is we have to know our faith rightly when you go to the book of acts chapter 18 you find it's mentioned about a great preacher which was a very a fiery preacher called abolus 
And it is mentioned in the book of Acts, chapter 18, as I said, it's mentioned about him. He came and he preached to the people about the Lord Jesus Christ. And many believed. That's why in Corinth there was a division. About people say, I am for Apollos, I am for Apollos, Paulian. But when Achilla and Briskilla, this couple, they were a disciple of St. Paul, heard him, they find that there is a defect in his understanding. And this defect is related to the meaning of baptism. He knew only John the Baptist baptism, which means that he, for, he was from Alexandria. I don't, we, don't, we are not, we don't know whether he met John the Baptist or not, most probably not. But the concept, for him, baptism is a symbol. That's the difference between John the Baptist baptism and the Christian baptism. John the Baptist called people to repent as to show the repentance they to be baptized to wash their body as a symbol of washing their sins but it has no effectiveness in them just a symbol of, of it like as a new dress and white to show Masan, the purity of life but the dress in itself and after Masan baptism we the, the baptized person to be dressed in white so the dress is a symbol but has no effect in the life the, the purity of life came from the baptism itself not from the dress so Akilla and the Briskilla they brought him and as I mentioned they taught him the way of the Lord more accurately an accurate way the same also happened if you read chapter 19 of book of Acts the next chapter uh, St. Paul, when he went to Ephesus, he went disciples, and the word disciple in the, old, in the New Testament, especially the book of Acts, means the Christians. And all Christians they called disciples, not like what we do today when you yeah, keep the word disciples to the 12 or to the 70 or 72. And he met the disciple, Christians, who believed in God, but when he asked him, have you received the Holy Spirit? They said, we didn't hear about the Holy Spirit. So I asked him, how you will baptize it? They said, we are baptizing the baptism of John. So he explained to them and baptized them in Christian uh, uh, baptism. So the point here, we have people who believe in Christ. People even, they go and preach the name of Christ. But their face, they need to be corrected. To be corrected. So it is not enough to be energetic. It is not enough to be uh, have fiery and have a good zeal. But also you have to know the face rightly. Otherwise, the, your preaching will not be effective. And it's create division. Arius was a priest in Alexander, and he was a very active priest. Even he recorded hundreds of consecrated 
virgins to spread the face. But he didn't have the right face. And also he put maybe the first time to, to put his, his, his the face in, in songs so people can say it and can know it because uh, the song was uh, was a tune and the things become more, more attractive to people. But he was very active, but in a wrong way. And he created the division in the church. And the church continued to suffer from his Arianism even after the death of Arius for over 100 years. So, number one, to meet Christ. Number two, change of life. Number three, to have the strong of the right face. And number four is to reach out. To reach out. And this woman, when she met the Lord, she didn't keep it for herself. But she went. And she went to, firstly, by the, her people, the Samaritans, to tell them about it. And uh, she succeeded to spread the good news. And the people came to be interested and invited the Lord to, to come. And that's why the Lord called us to be the light of the world and the salt of earth. The salt has nothing if you keep it. And if you have a very good salt, put it in container and just keep it. People will not benefit from it. They benefit from the salt when you use it. And a little amount of salt have very can affect, so it's not the amount of salt, it is the effectiveness of the salt. So it doesn't matter, you are one, so don't yani, underestimate your yani, ability to affect the people. And the Lord told his, called us the little flock. We are the little, not the big, large number of people. He chose just a twelve and commissioned them to go to reach the whole, the whole world. Number five, that is this woman had the courage to bridge the enmity. And she went to the people telling them about Jesus Christ who is a Jew in front of people. And she knows that is the Ark Samaritan. And you know, in another story when the Lord moving from Galilee to the Judea, Judea, you have to cross because Galilee and the locks, Judea and the south, and in the middle is Samaria. So, as crossing from, you have to cross to Samaria. And he just asked with his disciples to cross, just to walk through the village, not to stay, but they refused, even to allow him. But in this case, this woman, which he, she herself, uh, refuse even to talk with the Lord at the beginning and took him to drink. But she had the courage to go to her people to tell them about Christ. 
and of course if she calculated but how to tell them about a Jew they will not even allow to come and maybe they attack her to, to, to speak about a Jew in a positive way but she she did it and that's why to witness you have to have courage to be able to bridge gaps if you only speak about to speak people who are comfort with or you expect them to accept then you have like in comfort zone or your safe zone but always to witness to reach out to have to take risk to have to take risk so the disciples they went to places even they don't know these places they don't know the language San Mark came to Egypt to Alexander he was not from Alexander it's coming a different culture different people but he came and God worked with uh, with him so and she was successful on that and they came and asked him to stay with them and he stayed there three two days two days and imagine a Samaritan village to host a Jew that was unthinkable and to host him for two days and it worked and they and they believed which the which show us the last point that is our goal is to let people experience by themselves is not just gives them without they taste come and taste and that's why they said now we believe not because of what you said for we ourselves <coughs> have heard him and we know that this indeed the Christ the Savior of the world and this is important point because sometimes we be a barrier between people and Christ sometimes we witness to ourselves to our organization but not to witness to Christ that's why the devil sometimes they tempt people to focus on media when you go to a missionary work how the people speak about them about their activities how to be attached for them but this woman she was just to let them to meet Christ and after that they started a relationship with, with Christ not a relationship with Christ through her her role is stopped just to bring them and this is remind us of John the Baptist one of the great things of the John the Baptist that is he understood his role rightly because sometimes we don't understand what is our role but he understood his, his, his role rightly. My role is, I am not the groom, just his friend. And when he, when he started his mission, he was very popular. People came. 
even for within six months. But when Christ started his service, then people start to leave him and go to Christ. And he considered this is the success. This is the success. And no, he, he said that now my joy is fulfilled. And no, that is my role is not to bring people to me, but to bring people to Christ. And this is always a challenge for us in ourselves, because we mix between our ego, ourselves, and and what we are uh, supposed to do. And that's why I always say, the test for that, the test for that, and how do I know? And I working, acting, people love me because I serve them which is a great. But the, the challenge or the, the test to happen, when you leave the service, what will happen? If the service to collapse, this means you, you are preaching about yourself, not about Christ. So the successful servant in the eyes of Christ. That is the one when the service grow after <coughs> he or she leaves the service. And we say that is in Masan Sunday school Masan servant. It's very active, then for some reason leaving and then nobody come. And this is an indication of failure, not success. Because if I prepare the people to meet Christ, then we'll continue. Because if they are coming to the church for me, so I'm temporal. But if they're coming for Christ, Christ is permanent. It's always in the church. And that's why the service of, of John the Baptist, it increased till he lived. St. Paul preached and he and St. Peter were martyred and the, the service did not collapse yani, the, 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 imagine the top of apostles St. Peter and St. Paul at the same time to be martyred so we'll see who, who will replace them and even most of the of the twelve except John. But it didn't collapse. It continued. Generation after generation, even grow. The church did not collapse after the departure of St. Athanasius, for example, or St. Cyril, for example. Because they served and, and the church continued and even, even to, uh, to grow. So, in, 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 in serving or in mission, you have to let people to connect with Christ, to build this relationship with Christ. And, and the success is, as, uh, as John the Baptist said, he should increase and I decrease. He should 
increase, I decrease. Then see people to love Christ more and to, to they find any servant can bring them to Christ. Not, and this is avoid the, the, the division. When St. Paul find, found this division in the church of Corinth, some, they say for Paul, Apollos, Peter, and that's what is this? Is Christ divided? Did you believe in the name of, of Peter or Paul? Did Paul die for you? Who died for you? Not me, not Apollos, not uh, Peter, Christ. So that is how to direct the people in the right way. So may our Lord to, to give us this example of this Samaritan woman as an, a model and as an example for us in uh, our, to fulfill our duty as a witnesses uh, to Christ in the world where we live and the society when we and with people where we interact and the glory to the Lord now and forever. Amen. We want to thank you so much for listening to St. Basil's podcast. We hope that you have gained spiritually from our remarkable speakers and we appreciate your support towards this podcast. St. Basil American Coptic Orthodox Church is looking to purchase a home and we would love for you to be a part of our community. We are looking to raise funds towards this novel mission, Orthodoxy in an American Context within the San Diego area. You may donate online through our website, www.stbasil.net. That's www.stbasil.net. Or click on the link below and it will take you to our donations page. You may also mail in your contribution at the address located on our website. We thank you for any contribution and may our Lord Jesus Christ always bless your heart and home.